Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. And as always, I am so thankful that you have pressed play today. And this episode is going to be about meditation. And I'm going to be honest, and you may think that this sounds a little dramatic, but meditation really did save me. It really did change my life. And when we get a little bit further into today's conversation, I just want you to know that even though you may have this belief that what you're going through right now, whether it's good or it's bad, um, that probably there's a lot of people around you that are going through the same thing. That's certainly my experience in that I thought that the feelings and the thoughts that I was having um, a few years ago were just my own and that it was something that I had to go through by myself. And then when you start to look around or you start to ask questions, you realize that other people are experiencing something very similar or perhaps even the exact same thing as you. Um, So when it comes to really digging into how you're living your life, what you're thinking, where you want to go, what you want to be, do, and have, know that someone else is probably thinking and wanting and doing the same thing as you. So if you haven't listened to my episode two weeks ago where I talked about why I've started this podcast in the first place, please, I highly suggest that you go back and take a listen because it gives you a better understanding as to why this podcast is here. Um, But if you haven't listened to that, let me just give you the Coles Notes version. A few years ago, I found myself in a state of unhappiness, not depression, you know, the typical sort of stereotypical, I guess you could say, depression um, that we see so blatantly in um, society or maybe that is portrayed, but definitely my version of depression now that I look back on it. And it was more just unhappiness and uh, and just totally not fulfilled in where I was with my life. And two things actually changed the state of my being. One was gratitude, and that is going to be a huge um, conversation in the next couple weeks where I'll have another podcast coming out about gratitude and meditation. And meditation, and you may be sitting there going, oh my God, Lyanne, this sounds so dramatic. But it really did. It really did save save me. It changed everything about how I started to think, the thoughts that I was thinking, and it really changed a lot of how I reacted and acted in my day-to-day. So let's really dive in, and I am certainly not an expert yet, 
<laughs> on meditation. But I certainly have done enough right at this point in my life to be able to share this with you. Of course, there's always more to know. There's always more to learn. And that's one of the biggest things um, that I have certainly learned is that we're always learning. And if you think that there's nothing more to learn in life, then you're clearly not growing, right? You're not growing. You're not exercising your brain, your skill set, your uniqueness. So I know personally that I still have a lot to learn and a lot about meditation that I have to learn is really sort of the scientific aspect. And again, I have so many amazing ideas for this podcast and what I want to bring to you guys. Um, and that's definitely going to be something as well is getting into the scientific background of how meditation works. But in today's episode, I want to give you sort of a Coles Notes version on what meditation is, in my opinion, and that what it is that works for me. Of course, not negating all the different types of meditation and mindfulness practices that exist. So what exactly is meditation? Okay, Meditation is a practice where you can use a specific technique, and I'll explain the difference between meditation and mindfulness, or having some type of focus to train your attention and awareness. And in doing so, you can achieve a mentally clear, emotionally calm, and stable state of being. So it's practicing the skill of awareness, practicing being present, really practicing being in the here and the now. But when I, what I think about meditation and in my experience, it's about finding the space in between. And let me explain a little bit more about what I think, what I, what I mean by that. So there's your conscious awareness, right? So that's sort of being aware of your surroundings, being aware of what you're thinking. And then there's this, what we call the ego mind. And the ego mind is sort of the part of us that keeps us safe, the part of us that keeps us small, that lives on autopilot, that sort of just keeps us at a state of just what I personally now call uh, stability, but not growth. So I hope that you can understand what I'm saying here. And for me, meditation was really finding that space in between these two to figure out what it is that I can do in that space in between that I can propel myself forward. So meditation is not about getting good at meditating, right? I mean, we live in a society, at least I do currently, and if you're listening, please, you know, I'd love for you to share on social or in a review where it is that you're living um, and where you're listening to this podcast, but it really is a place where we, we, we go, right? Like I can't sit and meditate for three hours a day. I have a job, I have a family, I have a business that I'm creating. So meditating for me is not monk-like, right? I'm not going to go to an ashram and, and sit and be able to meditate for 20 to 24 hours a day. So it's about getting better at life. I use my meditation practice to get better at life. It's about finding the space between your thoughts and your actions 
at between your thoughts and what is reality. And again, for me, it's finding that space in between. So just a brief sort of idea as to what meditation does. When you're meditating, your brain produces theta and alpha waves. And again, I am not the scientific person to ask. I will um, definitely be searching for someone to come on the podcast that's going to give us that, that scientific breakdown, right? But I do know that when we're meditating, we, we produce those other alpha waves in our brain. The alpha waves occur when your mind is in an idle state. So like when you're daydreaming, right? We can all remember as a kid sitting at our desk at school with our hand holding our chin up and just being off in la-la land, right? That daydream feeling. You get lost in that. And this means that although you are awake, meditation induces brain activity that happens when you are either in your most relaxed state or when you are sleeping. So your body is resting in meditation, but your mind is still active, which is right when so many people say, I can't meditate. I can't get my brain to stop thinking. This is meditation. So in comparison with sleeping, when your mind shuts off, but your body is actually still active, right? Because when we're sleeping, our body still has to be in a heightened awareness to know when danger arises, and then it will wake our brain up to get us moving if need be. So again, like meditation is that dreamlike state where your mind is going, but your body's resting compared to sleeping where your mind is shut off, but your body is still at a heightened state. So the best part of meditation, right, is you're technically awake and you're aware of your thoughts. And as I've mentioned, and if you follow me on social, awareness, awareness is key. Awareness is key to making any kind of shift in your life. Because if you're not aware of what you're doing or how you're being or how you're acting that is not serving you, how can you possibly change it, right? So awareness is the key, and that is when your life changes. And as I said at the beginning of this, and you may think it sounds dramatic, but it wasn't until that day that I sat down on my couch in silence, in stillness, and became aware of how my thoughts were creating my reality and how my thoughts were affecting the actions that I was taking in my day-to-day life, that was I able to do anything about it, right? So being aware that those thoughts that I was thinking, they were just thoughts. And it wasn't actually what was my reality. It wasn't actually what was happening in my life. They were just thoughts. And when you become aware of those thoughts, that's when you have the ability to change them, right? We are like robots in a way that we are so programmed through generational Um, upbringings through our parents and grandparents, right? Things are just, have always been done this way. So you just do it this way. And until you start to question, well, why? Why am I still doing this if it no longer serves me? Can you then make the change, right? So that was my biggest thing is that when I was sitting there and realized that the thoughts that I was thinking, first of all, were no longer serving me. 
So then that gave me the ability to say, hey, I don't want to think these thoughts anymore. And then to question, why am I thinking these thoughts? Nine times out of 10, or let's be honest, 10 times out of a 10, like I said, our ego mind thinks thoughts to keep us safe. That's the way the programming is built as humans, right? We, and I'm sure if you are into any meditation, you've heard the, the analogy that, you know, we have these thoughts and this ego mind to keep us safe so that we're not going to get eaten by the tiger when we go out into the wilderness. But of course, there are no more tigers anymore. The only danger really is ourselves in that we allow these thoughts to basically rule our lives. And when you can start to realize that they're just thoughts, you can change them. Therefore, you can actually change your life, right? Our, our thoughts create our feelings and our emotions. Our emotions then trigger our actions, right? And our actions produce the result. And I now realize that all those thoughts that I was thinking were creating a life that I didn't want, that I didn't want. So then if you reverse that, how do you then create the life that you desire? You have to change it from the beginning. And then you can change it into a more positive aspect. And again, there's an emotional guidance system, right? There's, it's very difficult to go from automatically thinking not so great thoughts to thinking the world is the best place and that everything is going to be perfect that our logical brain doesn't allow for that huge jump to happen. So when we can move up the guidance scale, the guidance system to a better feeling thought, then we can make those changes and those shifts, even though they may be smaller, eventually you will get there, right? Because um, time and intention, our, our intention over time equals the result that we desire. So sitting with my thoughts, understanding that they were no longer serving me, and then realizing I've got the ability to change this. Nobody's going to change my thoughts for me unless I allow them to do that. And so that day, it really did change my life. It really did save me from going down the rabbit hole of negative thinking, the rabbit hole of the worst case scenario, and being able to, like I just said, switch those thoughts to a better feeling, not automatically to joy and bliss, but to just a better feeling thought over time has produced the result that I now have. And every day, every day, it's a practice. Every day is better because I've chosen better thoughts and feelings. So I'm sure that some of you are, are thinking, okay, how do I start this meditation thing? And let me just make it clear, in my opinion and what works for me, right? Everybody is different. There's a lot of apps out there now for meditation, um, but those are really, in my opinion, um, more mindfulness practices, okay? Where you're being guided through a series of thoughts and, and allowing your brain to do that thinking for you, right? You're, you're being told what to think, think positively or feel this. And those are all great. I think mindfulness is such an amazing way to live your day to day. 
So as mindfulness is a state of being, right, an awareness of your outer life, being mindful of how you eat your food, being mindful of your surroundings and how nature um, affects you, being mindfulness of being outside and how it brings, you know, you more energy. Those are, that's a mindfulness state of being and and living a daily life full of mind, being mindful. Absolutely. I think that is a very, very good practice. Meditation, in my opinion, is the awareness of the inner self, right? When you're sitting down into a meditation practice, you're looking at your inner thoughts, your inner being, and how your awareness of yourself is reflected on your outer being. So while you can have mindful meditations, in my opinion, mindfulness is not meditation. So I hope that that makes sense because there is a little bit of a difference, right? Like I said, um, a lot of the meditation things that you'll see, guided meditations to me are more mindfulness practices And when you can sit in your own energy with your own thoughts, that's going inward. And that is, to me, meditation. Everyone has their own opinion. Everyone has their own definition. But this is the way that I view it. And it probably uh, has, you know, the way that my training, my certification for meditation was taught to me, plus the, you know, some of the uh, meditation experts that I do follow, this is sort of what it really is, right, about meditation. So what did I experience after really getting back into my meditation practice? The biggest thing that I have been able to change, and again, it's a daily practice, having more patience and having that reaction gap between the stimuli and my actual reaction has improved significantly. So being overwhelmed, being in a state of chaos all the time, you're reacting quickly, right? You're having those knee-jerk reactions. And for me and what meditation can help with is strengthens that impulse control or that reaction time, right? It's giving you uh, time to Think more about how you want to react to a certain situation. Um, For me personally, that was having more patience with my kids, right? Thinking before I uh, reacted or, you know, not yelling as much. And being able to really honestly reduce the stress in my own body. So it really does help with patience, mental health better sleep. Um, It actually, like I mentioned before, it calms the part of our brain where our fight or flight emotions live. And it gives us that more rest and recovery, which of course lowers cortisol, which has a whole slew of other health benefits, right? When we can reduce cortisol. And as a shift worker, especially as a police officer, those cortisol levels are constantly heightened because we constantly live in a state of um, stress and not knowing what is going to happen next. So our, our awareness is always heightened. Being able to use meditation to bring that back down, right, gives our body 
that rest and repair. We aren't meant to live in a high state of stress all the time. Our bodies know how to react to stress, but only short-term bursts, not long-term chronic stress. And so when we can bring our bodies back into that rest and recovery state, it helps with every single aspect of our health, right? Mental health, everything. So I guess what I really want to get through to you today in this podcast episode is that, yes, there's different types of meditation and there's also mindfulness practice. And that's, you know, whatever is going to work for you is, I think, what you need to do, right? But give it a try because it really is going to depend on how you how you live your your daily lifestyle because not everyone is going to have the same amount of time now again not having enough time is a limiting belief that i've also overcome but different types of meditation are good for different aspects of our health right like um a yoga nidra which is a type of meditation uh, is great for getting better sleep at night. It brings our body, you're, we're looking at every single part of our body individually, and that's able to induce us into a better state of relaxation. Uh, walking meditations are great, right? Daily life meditations, which are more mindfulness, being really fully aware of where you are and how you're thinking. Of course, there's spiritual meditation, which is more like a prayer. And of course, there's always, always the one that I teach and the one that I do every day, which is mantra-based. And it's more transcendental meditation where you're focusing on a mantra. You're allowing the thoughts to come. You're allowing the thoughts to go when you're bringing yourself back to a mantra. So I hope this gives you a little bit of an idea about meditation. And like I said, I, over the next few episodes, definitely going to be looking at digging deeper into the scientific aspect of meditation. Again, please give it a try and let me know how you feel about this. But also, I really want you to think about just sitting still. Sitting still is the best way to start a meditation practice because when you can just sit in your own energy and understand that you know, 80 to 90% of the thoughts that you're thinking are repetitive, probably from the day before on all the things that you have to get done. You can start to see where your patterns are. And that's when you start to understand that you have the ability to change it. So thank you so much for being here today. And we will be back next week with another episode of the Spiritual Superworker Podcast. If you're ready to cultivate your own personal meditation practice, then I'm gifting you the opportunity to do just that. Until Monday, November 28th, my 21-day self-paced program, Shift Into Meditation, is available to you for $111. You can find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipper Group podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shipworker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.